What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where you two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. Talk to me, man. Yes, sir. Harry's talking sports. Guess who's that? We back. Reds the Prime Minister. Murph, you love my asshole. And we are your mother's favorite intramural legend. Shout out to her and all the aunties. AMT. It's Red say what's up. All right, yeah, man. Um, I'm good with you, big dog. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I feel like I'm I'm rushing and I'm not prepared. Got all my shit right here, but it looks jumbled up. Ah, oh, you good, you good. Yeah, outside of that, man, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing good, man. Um, uh, um, I took a couple days off from my work, and I wasn't intentionally, but um. Uh, like I did, I did like abs and stuff, but you know, no, no cardio, nothing like really using my legs and running. And uh, yesterday, uh, got back to it, and it always feel like I'm resetting, starting over, and that's basically what you're doing when you take like at least three days off. And yeah. My legs are so fucked. But you know, ain't nothing really to complain about. So, Ready for these uh these games this weekend, man. That's about it. But uh, we'll get to the games later. Well, how about you? What's up with you, man? Shit, man. Work. Um, work. Working out. You know, back to training. Getting my ass kicked in the gym. Shit. Literally just got home from the gym. Took a shower. Got ready. Doing some VA stuff. Like I look, I, I'm on the call. I'm doing this and on the call with my VA rep while, while she uh, hooking hooking my stuff up. But okay. yeah, outside of that, man, I'm shit. I can't complain, dog. Can't complain at all. Yeah. Well, just on the grind. Just on the grind. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get to the bullshit, then, man. I got um I ain't got none. I think I got uh maybe I got some. Um so yeah, I don't know if this really one, but I mean this might be interesting to somebody. So out of the five quarterbacks picked in the first round of the uh NFL 2021 draft, only one of them, only team made the playoffs. And that yeah. is Trey Lance. Oh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Oh, shit. Go because he, he on the Cowboys. Right. <laughs> well, either way, go, he would have made it. I right, guess. he would have made it either way. Yeah, but by, by default. So, yeah. Trey Lance. Good, um, but, you know, still ain't see the field. Um, right. Let me see. Let me see. Let's see what else we got. I got one more. Um. The most NCAA tournament wins by a school since 2000. 
um, I will do the top five. So coming in at five is Kentucky with 46. Uh, MSU, which I'm assuming is Michigan State, they have 49. Duke is number three with 54. UNC is uh, number two with 55. And Kansas is number one with 58. Yeah. Um, you would have thought that, oh, well, Gonzaga's in there. Gonzaga's number six. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I was about to say, you would have thought that Gonzaga was in there because they, uh, yeah, they made, they've had some good runs. Yeah. They breezed through the, through the tournament. But, uh, um, so yeah, that's all, that's all I got for, I guess, stats or facts. Yeah, that's all I got. Let's call the let's call the bullshit. Yeah, let's get let's get. To I it. call bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right, we got we got Reggie Bush. <clears throat> we got Reggie Bush up here. Uh, this stems off of Nick Saban retiring, right? And uh, so so there was a post from a uh, Sports Center on yeah on a. Uh, on Instagram and in the comments Reggie Bush hops in there mm-hmm. uh, well of course the you know it, it quoted Nick Saban uh, my age started to become a little bit a little bit of an issue people weren't right. uh, people wanted assurances it got harder and harder for me to to be honest about uh, uh, to be honest this season was grueling took a little a little more out of me than usual and Reggie Bush hops in the comments and goes, the NIL ran him away. He has no more control over five-star recruits. The playing field is level. He can't handle that with the laughing mode. Now, I know that uh, this was a, a dig at, at Nick Saban. I get all that. But how's USC been, Reggie Bush, hmm. since you left? This is going to throw that throw that part out there. How, how's USC been doing? Because even even when even when they thought USC was good, and that was the year that we played them first game, we smoked their ass. Right. Now I will give him I will give him some validity because of the fact that the NIL has we we are constantly seeing the NIL play a major part in college football. And we'll we'll talk about this in in a little bit, but for you to take that take that dig at at, at him, you know, I was like, uh, you can't. You might want to relax on on talking about anything when it comes to college football at the, uh, right now, because you still ain't got your husband back. I need to get that man his husband back though. Uh, now I'm going to say. I wholeheartedly would like for him to get his eyes back. Let's let's not let's not uh I, I wanna be clear on that. But also like if we wanna take shots, hey you where your eyes at? Like I mean fucking Nick Saban. I would have gave him the fake one back. <laughs> right. But I'm saying Nick, Nick's, Nick's fucking seventy two. Like how how much longer did you really think he was going to coach? Mm-hmm. Like no, let's let's yeah. be let's be real about that. Well, so so like you, I I do think uh, there's some validity in what he says, but um, to counter that, um, just like uh, Jim Calhoun, 
um, Roy Williams, Coach mm-hmm. K, um, the guy that just uh, left Villanova um, basketball team. Um, uh, Jay Jay Wright. Yeah, Jay Wright, and a couple couple of other coaches. Um, what uh, what you call it? Will be on his way out. So Izzo will be on his way out soon. Um, yeah, I think um, Daniel has played a part in it and the portal. Um, and a lot of these guys are um, teachers. I look at Nick Saban as a teacher. A lot of these guys yeah. um, like to get the uh, players and have them for two to three years and actually build them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some, of these, some of these coaches um, take more pleasure in watching these uh, kids become men than millionaires. And, right. Uh, and Nick Saban is one of those guys that uh, um, that's the perception I get from him, i.e., you know, Roy Williams and a couple other, you know, uh, some other coaches. So, um, you know, uh, I think that first year the transfer portal had opened and hit us, hit UNC hard. That was, I think that was the, the straw that broke the camel back for Roy Williams and a couple other coaches because, like I said, it's just a turnover. It's like, you know, but we're also talking about coaches that have, um, a lot of loyalty too to you know these kids are you know hopping in the portal just like anything and nick has been in alabama for a long time roy the two schools that he was in he was there for he was in kansas for 20 some years and carolina for right. almost 20 years so you know um i do think it's some validity to what reggie reggie said but um I, I think it's more of the the uh the teaching aspect of of the game that yeah. pushed him out instead of the nil and, and the i mean the he did make a poignant point when he said Neil and, and the portal because yeah, duh. I right. I, I would have assumed that. I mean, hell, but that's that's any coach at this point yeah. now. Right. Like we we see it happening live every you, day. Yeah, you have the, these new guys like like Dion is going to thrive in this. You know these these new coaches that didn't really have to, you know, go in these kids' um, living room and sell them on becoming right staple of the program. Um, doing this now, you have to go in these uh, living rooms and basically pitch them on how much money they can make here, how they gonna thrive. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of it's different these days for the the old school coaches. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, what should I get? Yeah. Yeah. As we as we stay on Nick Saban. Drake, come on up. Mm. Actually, we're big boy. I know that ain't who I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome back, Drake. Um, so, Drake posted about Nick Saban, and then he go. It goes on to say, "I've been an Alabama fan since I was young. My name is Aubrey. My mom used to buy buy me clothes with the letter A on it, and it was this was." 2018 via TSN. And Drake, stop the cap. Stop the cap. Because we didn't see you hop from team to team. Stop the cap. Yep. Fucking, (laughs) fucking, fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. That's because you, that's because you, you, you went, you were able to link up with Nick and get some get some Alabama swag. We we've seen you elsewhere. That is absolutely right there. <laughs> Drake, you don't got that's a, that's all there, Drake. That's all I got on Drake. 
I don't know if you, I don't know if you had anything on Drake, but nah. I saw that shit. And I was like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Um, all right, next up, Mr. Javon Holland of the Miami Dolphins. Javon uh, Holland made a comment of, on Lamar Jackson says he runs too much. Tua deserves it, and by deserve it, meaning the MVP. Week in, week out. Who? It's on tape. Tua. Tua's our leader and undoubtedly the best QB. And then they proceeded to get their ass spanked by the Ravens that following week after these comments. <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Hold on, hold on. Oh my God, bro. Oh, hell no, man. What the fuck, man? Get your ass on, boy. Get your God on. Get on the fuck out of here. Tua. We're not even going to get on Tua today because I, I can. No. I can. I can. Anywho. Nah, nah, we got other quarterbacks to talk Any. about. Uh, Bulls fans. So, of course, uh, last week, the Chicago Bulls had their uh, first ring of honor. Uh, of course, they, pre- they were presenting all of the personnel for this ring of honor, and they mentioned Jerry Krause. And the widow of Jerry Krause is in the building, and you have people that are booing, uh, that are booing her late husband which is completely fucked up because he's the main reason why that team even came together. Mm-hmm. He's the reason for these three, these, these two three-peats. Yes, he's also the reason why this team, self, you know, they they ended up breaking, breaking up um, at the end. But at the very least, at, in this moment, you could have gave, you could have, you could at least just clap. You, we're not saying go out full, full out explosion cheer like you would have done for for Jordan or for for Scotty or anybody else that they presented out there. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, acknowledge the y'all have to acknowledge what that man did, what that man was able to do when he was a part of that Bulls organization. Hmm. Hey, well, you got to give it to him. They're consistent because they they have booed him anytime his face is shown in in Chicago. So, I mean, and, and, and I, I, it, part part of it's part of it is the whole the whole Jordan aspect yeah. of it because of the fact that 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 uh, that rift between between them, of course, you know some of the players and and Jerry Krause, like, and we all saw it on the Last Dance, like, of course that that kind of drew a line for the fans, but I'm like. In in this moment, in this moment, yeah, because I could have gave that man some love. Yeah, I, I read the statement. They said, you know, pe- people don't understand. Uh, it was somebody. Uh, I forgot who it was, but they was like, you know, the, the crazy thing is, Chicago Bulls fans have been booing him since '98. Like, like any any time his face was came across the jumbotron, anytime he was in the arena, even when they uh retired his put his name up in the rafters got yeah. booed so <laughs> he's that's one of them crazy. guys that's gonna live in infamy in Chicago yeah 
Yeah. But oh, well, a Jerry Krause and Bull, that that's that's crazy. Even in death. Yeah. <laughs> that that's crazy. I I that that speaks to that speaks to the people in, in of that that fan base. Just need to say bullshit. Well, you know, bullshit. You know, they say say the same thing about Philly. Even Boo Santa Claus. <laughs> um. All right, who we got here? Oh, oh. I just want to uh talk about this random sports reporter that uh basically asked um Tampa Bay's head coach about playing outside <laughs> and and you know how he's gonna uh, acclimate his team to the temperature outside not knowing that detroit plays in a damn stadium right. and uh, with the dome on it and we're talking about a sports reporter right <sighs> whose I job wanna... is to cover the game right i i, I was gonna i wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt like it could have been nerves but that question was so fucking long and I was just like um. I can't give them the benefit of the doubt nervous <laughs> because hell if it's one thing as as a NFL fan if you like the NFL if you like football you watch football there's no doubt it, we could go right here name every team that plays outside and, and plays inside off the top of our head yeah. And if yeah. I'm a, if I'm well, I can tell you three teams rooms, right now, yeah. If I'm sitting in these room interviewing, I, you know, I you would think, but whatever. I'm gonna say I can name you five teams out just off the top yeah. of my head right now. And you shut the That's fuck up. Random, random sports reporter. All right, um, yeah. Darius Slayton, um, uh, uh you know. One thing that that like some people do, especially a lot of Cowboys fans, um, i.e., when 49ers lost to the Rams uh, the final week of the season, 49ers uh-huh. played nobody. They played all bench players, you know, because it was a There's pointless a bunch game. Of nobody out there. Pointless yeah. game. And uh. I got a couple text messages from Cowboys fans like, um, yeah, we beat the Rams. Y'all can be, but no, Grant, mind you, we already beat the Rams earlier this year. I mean, but right. I said, right. it's a pointless game. Um, we've already got everything locked up, blah, 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 blah. You know, and they went on and on, oh, yeah, the, the Eagles and 49ers lost, da, 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 whatever. So when you see the NFL players do it, i.e. Darius Slayton for the New York Giants, he's sitting here talking about the Eagles and the Cowboys collapse back-to-back. What a what a weekend. Well, right. where the fuck are the Giants at? Hating <laughs> from outside of the club. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. From but, outside the club. Right. I yeah, I get it, but listen, you don't have a leg. I mean, you really don't have you know the the ammo to fix your mouth and say nothing to me we right. got here and all this you know well you are you're where we are right now but our season was a little more successful than you yes it, it's all about winning the championship at the end but you know we can't hang our hat on guess what we beat your ass twice yeah we are one of the main reasons big reasons why y'all at home right now but anyway right. Dar- Darius Slayton um, and you shut the fuck up 
Um, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> so Carmelo Anthony says that the Nuggets gave Nikolai Jokic number 15 as a petty maneuver to erase his accomplishments. All right, mind you, um, Jokic was a late second-round draft pick. Yeah. If you mean to tell me that the Nuggets draft Jokic and thought that he was going to be what he is today in the second at the end of the second round, then I will put some validity or agree with you, Melo. But right. Jokic probably wasn't even thought of to make the roster. Being a second-round draft pick, um, at the end of the second round at that. So them giving him 15, um, and I'm pretty sure they probably didn't give him 15. He probably asked for it. But um, when did we start not giving players numbers in franchises or organizations because there was somebody else that had it that, you know, was a star player for five, six, seven years, if that long, probably about six years. I can't remember. Uh... Uh, I mean, when people when the players stop like, wearing that jersey, it's, it's because the number went up in the rafters. Yeah, I've been I understood where he was coming from with it, but also I'm like, eh, way right. it's just the way it's the way that it's the way that he went like he left Denver. I think think had let's say let's say he played, you know, he played his time out and everything just kind of went. Everything kind of went their separate ways. Like both, you know, the organization and Melo went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. And like he didn't force his way out. He just, you know, it was he played through his contract and was like, okay, I'm signing elsewhere. And I think mm-hmm. it'll be a different story. But like you said, I, I don't I don't think that the organization uh I don't think any organization that will unless you just do something fucking miraculous in in a short period of time and yeah, i don't i don't think a uh organization's gonna hold that no hold that number no and mellow didn't do that like so so I, like i think there's as i can think of it right now lebron um maybe you don't nobody wears 23 in cleveland um no one, no one, no one. Where when if Steph retires today, of course his jersey's not gonna go in the Raptors immediately. But no one's gonna wear thirty in Golden yeah. State. And uh, I, I, who else? Like I said, Dwayne Wade. I don't think nobody's gonna wear. Well, no, no, of course. I think number three. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, Dwayne Wade spent the majority of his career there. Yeah. And he, won, uh, and he won championships there, so yeah. so that that is a big one. Melo didn't win. Melo didn't win. Excuse me, nothing in Denver. He was a leading scorer for the time he was there. The playoffs. That was about it. Yeah. So I don't think it was. I don't see how it's petty. So someone did the fact checking, and they said actually Jokic was picked with, with, uh, when when he was drafted. Uh, there was a commercial on, so no, so we didn't even as the team, <laughs> right. we didn't even see him get drafted. Right, he right. came back for commercial, and they said, "Hey, the Denver Nuggets drafted Nikolai Jokic, blah blah blah, from Serbia, whatever." Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, it's almost an, an anomaly for a second round draft pick to become a MVP, uh, 
NBA champ. Well, shit, a two-time MVP. Right. NBA champion two-time. and finals MVP. Um, yeah. But, yes, Jokic himself erased Melo's uh, legacy. Well, not really, but he he took all doubt, a doubt away that when 15 goes up in the Raptors, it's going to be his name on the back of that jersey. Yeah. So if fans are busting about it. Hell, yeah. Melo, Melo ain't going to get that jersey retired in New York. Uh, not with James Dolan. <laughs> not with Dave, James Dolan. Somebody well. gonna tell, have to tell me what he did in New York to get a jersey in the Raptors. Now, unless they just throwing people shit up in the Raptors these days. I don't know shit. I mean, I mean I, this is this is to partake. Who's the last Nick that went up in the Raptors? That's Pat you. Ewing, if you ask me. Yeah, I, right. That's you. Anybody outside of right. that? And and his and you almost got to put him up in there. He's a Nick great. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. was probably the the last. Nick Great to to go up in the rap. Yeah, yeah, I can remember. Yeah. Um, but moving on, uh, Mello. Um, wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Um, Brian Hollis. Oh shout out to seven seven p.m. in Brooklyn. It's actually a good podcast. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Hollis. Ryan Hollis. What in the fuck are you doing stealing from Target? What? Yeah, Washington Wizards guard Ryan Hollis. He was he just got waived from the team, but um, he was caught shoplifting from Target seven different times. Step seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ryan Hollis. You know what? You just they <laughs> just you you deserve to to be in jail. Right. Seven seven fucking times, and you right. in the league like dog, Like what is? He was caught shoplifting household items from a local Target store on multiple occasions while still with while still being a member of the Washington Wizards. Are you uh deep, look uh <laughs> what's the fucking movie uh what's the fucking movie with Tara Tara Tower? Do you need some money? Yeah, these are <laughs> uh, uh, oh what the yeah. Are uh, you not getting paid enough at, in Washington, bro? Like, like, what the I fuck is know. going on, man? I don't know, but um, you smoke crack, don't you? Oh my you god, smoke crack, don't you? Oh. Got, Ron Hell Hollis, you oh, have man. got to smoke crack. Fuck, man, get your ass on, boy. And last but not least, uh, oh, I, Jay, I like this. Jay Gruden, I love this one. Jay Gruden, uh, tweeted during the uh. Philadelphia Eagles and uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, and he said, "If I ever put a quarterback through what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz." Oh, uh, let me let me add on to this because okay. RG three. Yeah, I watched this. I watched this. I watched this live as it happened. Me too. RG three yeah. came in with he came in with a picture of himself because mm-hmm. I think he was doing uh he was doing he was brought. He he wasn't necessarily broadcasting, but he was on set, mm-hmm. and he was like, he he goes say what, <laughs> and then Jay Jay replies, you weren't prepared, Robert, with a question mark. RG three goes back. He said, you told me you didn't know how to coach a quarterback oh, who quarterback. Who, yeah. could, who could throw and run like me. So looks like you weren't prepared, Jay. Mm-hmm. And in reference, so RG three had been. Uh, RG three uh, played played with Washington back uh, back in mid two thousands, right? And uh, so there was uh, they were playing against the Jags. This is twenty fourteen, and he ended up getting carted off, carted off the field. And then 
they proceeded to put his ass back in, back on the field later in the year, knowing that he was still fucked up, and which essentially ended his career, or well, ended ended his time in Washington. He would later he would later go on to Baltimore, and I uh-huh. think one other team, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Jay, you 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 shut the hell up because you the reason why RG three ain't playing. Absolutely. You are Absolutely. definitely the reason why RG3 is a player. Yeah. So in response to your, uh, uh, if you've ever put, yeah, um, Jay Gruden. Hey, you shut the fuck up. Big time. Big time. With that bullshit. Big time. All right. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. RG3, RG3 gets some good, he gets some good clapbacks at times, boy. Yeah, he do. And everybody be clapping on him, too. He, he gives it and, and takes it. <laughs> I, yeah, because <laughs> he's a snow bunny hopper. <clears throat> but uh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um. Where we at? Uh. Women's basketball. Um, Caitlin Clark doing her thing. Yep. Um, she's projected predicted to break uh the all time scoring record, which is held by uh Kelsey 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 Plum. February twenty second, right? Um, I don't foresee anything uh stopping her but injury. And that's that. Um, the more the more I watch her play and shoot, um, Jesus Christ, she she is a yeah, <gasps> sharp yeah. shooter. Yeah, amazing. Um, of course, it, it, it's causing it's it's causing everyone to break down her game and analyze and show you, you know, the different aspects of things that she's getting away with. You know, with a lot of. Uh, I guess travels and offensive files and everything else, but um, that's the case with. I mean, I I don't. It don't look like anything different that anybody else is doing in college. But it actually does because she's hitting these shots and making moves. But everybody everybody is traveling these days. Um, if you ask me, everybody's uh, fouling. Everybody's offensive fouls. So I mean, I I, I can't take nothing away from her yeah. on that. <clears throat> um, and that's that. Uh. I would like to shine a spotlight on this ladies SMU versus Memphis game. Um, uh-huh. Now, when I saw it, I was like, okay. And then I looked at it. Well, it said <laughs> SMU versus Memphis had a total of 75 fouls called. In I that saw play. that, dog. I was like, what the? I was like, y'all, y'all with, ain't playing no defense? With a total of 98 free throws being taken that is insane so smu shot 60 free throws and memphis shot 38 um smu was called for 32 fouls and memphis was called for 43 fouls i don't know if if that's them just not playing defense or the refs just uh, whistle happy, but yeah, um, that's 
That's insane numbers. Um, I will let me see. Tar Heels, my lady Tar Heels, they pulled out a win this past weekend. Um, we didn't jump back into the top twenty-five. Excuse me, <laughs> but who cares right now? Rankings. We'll be there soon. Um, think South Carolina has regained the top spot, which they probably had a couple weeks. But um, the interesting thing about South Carolina being number one is that a lot of people um i.e Corliss williamson um a lot of, a lot of basketball heads that are supposed to be aficionados um was explaining that at this time of the year if someone told them you know a couple months ago or even before the season started that south carolina would be number one they would be surprised and shocked which i don't know why i think south carolina is one of the most consistent programs and women's basketball. So for them to be number one to me is not a, not a surprise. Um, I thought it would be either them, LSU, them or LSU. I, I, I felt like when the season started that that would be some kind of um, back and forth battle. Um, let me jump to college basketball for the, on the men's side real quick. Um, this past week, uh, you had 11 – not 11, but um, well, outside, um, out of 11 teams, uh, there was only two of the top 11 teams that did not lose to an unranked team. Um, some of the teams lost multiple games to an unranked team. Um, there was a lot of shuffling when the uh, top 25 came out this week. Uh, but before I get to that, the two teams that did not lose to any unranked teams was the UConn Huskies and the North Carolina Tar Heels. Shout out to my Tar Heels. Um, UConn catapult to number one, to number one team in the nation. Uh, North Carolina jumped up to number four. Um, but all the other teams, unfortunately, but fortunately for us, lost to uh, uh, unranked teams. Um, hopefully that is right. not a trend that carries over into this week for us. We play uh, Louisville tonight which uh, is coming off an upset win over Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, then they but, uh, lost to – who the fuck they lose to? But they – Louisville, ever since that win, they, they've they been playing a little bit better ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, which, they're a little more competitive. Which, yeah, so. But, yeah, they just lost a close game. I, who the hell was it? I forget who it was, but – Nonetheless, uh, Alabama's 4-0 in SEC play. They're doing, they look good. They played Missouri last night. <clears throat> played Missouri last night and uh, had a had a pretty pretty decent win. Mm-hmm. So they they're they're starting to get the ball rolling. Right. Yeah, that's all I got for college basketball. I'm, I'm, we'll continue to push on and go through, but um. In the NBA, uh, Pascal Siakam was traded for all uh, tight, tight dog. Huh? All tight. Okay. All right, I gotta. My hey, man. we gotta pause. Gotta pause for a minute. I'm gonna have to leave here because I gotta. I gotta uh, do some stuff with the VA. Okay. With my VA on Zoom real quick, and then I'm gonna hop back. I'm gonna hop right back in. All right. All right. All right. Um. Where we at? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Pascal Siakam traded to. Uh, from Toronto to the Indiana Pacers for Bruce Bowen. Um, 
Nor- yeah, Bruce, Nor- Jordan Nor- uh, Nora. Yeah, Nora. Um, three first round picks. And uh, Kiara Lewis from the Pelicans was added in there. Um, but yeah. the three first round picks is the crazy one because it's um, both of Indiana's uh, first round picks in this upcoming draft, and then a, a 2026 first round pick, which is that's crazy. crazy. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I mean, they didn't. They. Shout out to the Pacers because they didn't. I mean, of course, Bruce Bruce Bourne, actually Bruce Bourne, Of course, his name wasn't being called as much like it was in Denver. Mm-hmm. I think he. I think he just fit better in Denver. Right. But of course, he went. He went for the money. Mm-hmm. He went for the money, but uh, but they get Pascal Siakam who who can play play defense and and offense. So, so I mean. Good win-win. They get size. They get more size to to stack up with the uh, with Miles Turner. True. And the rest of those guys. So I mean, shit. That's this is a big win for uh for the Pacers. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, hope yeah, for the, I'm guessing they're hoping he'll be more than a rental because uh, he does hit the free agents. Uh, he yeah. does. He's up for a a contract that season mm-hmm. then. But um. Um, we'll see. I'm pretty sure this this is a lot of dominoes will start to fall after this as far as in trades and yeah. everything. So we'll see. Um I'll let you jump on on to your to this higher for your guy. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Uh so of course with Nick Saban retiring through through a damn through college football in a fucking hurricane. But we ended up hiring uh Kalen uh DeBoer from Washington, that is the previous, uh, previous nourished to the test with coconut oil and protein with test on. No way my curls are got ahead. ESPN open. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Uh, but yeah, got Kay, uh, Kaylin DeBoer from Washington. Uh, I mean, can't beat, can't beat, uh, getting a head coach that just came off, uh, a national title game. Granted, granted, they didn't win, but still, uh, if you look, if you look at that that Washington team the last couple of years, he he was able to to build that team up and get them, you know, get them to the national national championship game. Uh, along with that, of course, along with that, uh, we had to hire a new defensive coordinator, so we ended up hiring Kane Womack from South Alabama, and then we also hired Marcus, uh, excuse me, uh, Maurice Linquist from Buffalo. So. Two head coaches that ended up taking taking positions uh, on the defensive staff for uh, for Alabama, which both coaches are are good coaches, uh, respect respectively, from where they're from, from where they they coached and and they both have a past. Both uh, one coach, uh, Maurice, has ties with the SEC, so he they brought him on for the familiarity of the sec um and of course with all of this it played it took a major we've been taking major hit at the major hit with the transfer portal and uh guys decommitting so of course right off the rip ryan ryan williams as soon as the retirement happened he decommitted uh then uh jamie french jamie french jr uh He's the 13th overall recruit for 2025. He decommitted. Uh, of course, 
we saw uh, Isaiah Bond transfer to uh, Texas. And, of course, he was asked about the transfer. He stated that it was a business decision. Just like... Just like the business, uh, just like the business world, you make the best decision for your company. My company right now is my draft stock. I, I feel like I'm putting myself in in position to increase increase that and have a better a better draft stock. Um, I mean, I get it, I get it, but also we know that's where the money's at. Texas, right. is, the state of Texas is where the, is, is where the money's at. Um, yeah. Uh, Roy, yeah, we lost Roy. Roydale Williams, he's he's headed to uh, Florida State. Antonio Kite, Trey Amos, uh, Des Ricks, who's headed to Texas A&M. Then we had Caden Proctor, uh, Caden Proctor, who I think is headed to Iowa. But the biggest one was Caleb Downs, who both him and Caden announced today that they would be entering the transfer portal. Uh, it sucks, but also this is the world. This is the NIL world that we live in now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although I, I do, it, it does baffle me because of the fact, yeah, Nick Nick's not coaching, but he's not leaving. Like he right. his pres- like he's still going to be there. It's not like this man died or anything like that. But also, uh, this also goes to show that majority of these kids came to play for Nick Saban. Yep. And not Alabama. So, like I said, it, it's, it definitely sucks because it's my team. But, I mean, hell, when you look around all all together, it sucks in general because because of the fact these kids can can play one year and be like, alright, so where's, where's the next meal ticket at? And the NCAA I mean, the only people that we look at is the NCAA. It's like, yo, like, we're, we get to allow these kids to move from one spot to the next. And to be honest, to be honest, it it's a it's like a to me it's a kind of a twofold thing. So it one it shows that these kids do have a business mind these young these young men have a business not business mind but also it shows that they have a it's like a lack of commitment mm-hmm. and we can always we can always point at the coaches because coaches do we we've, we've seen coaches come in and coach for a year or two and then bounce to the next you know the next best thing or you know the next best thing for them so i don't i i don't want to i don't want to throw stones at the at these young men doing you know because they're doing what's best for them it's just it's damn sure disheartening to see throughout the throughout the entire ncaa right because of the fact that this uh, it's money all of this is money revolving around money and not the whatever the main whatever their main goal is, or what the main goal used to be. Put it that way. Uh, let me ask you this question real quick before we. What, what was the the thought behind it? I'm getting. I don't know if you read the blogs or anything, as far as in with the Crips of Tide or anything. But the thought behind just this hiring and everything else, because it just seems like um, it seems like they didn't waste time. And I, I get it. Yeah, he just came off a national championship and, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, a, a, an appearance 
And um, he did rebuild that uh, Washington Huskies team to actually yeah. what it was. But um, what was the thought process or thought behind it as far as in hiring him? So, so I saw I saw earlier I saw earlier on Twitter uh, that the AD kind of kind of had this in motion a while back. Uh, let me see. I, I hope I'm hoping I uh, I bookmarked it. Damn, I didn't bookmark it. But it's cool. It's cool. Uh, but I, I did see so. A couple. I do follow a couple of like the fan accounts and, and the the school account. So in a couple of people that like are a couple of reporters that you know that are on the beat for Bama. But this, I was seeing that the AD had kind of had this emotion a while back, mm-hmm. and it just. I think he he went to kick the tires on the other coaches, uh, Sark and and. Uh, and you know all the other coaches. He went to kick the tires on him just to see. But this this one, the reason why it happened so fast is it was already in motion. Mm. All right. Well, good luck to all all parties involved. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, I've I've been say shit. It, although I I love I love Malachi Moore. Shout out shout out to him because uh he he reposted himself. And this was uh, right before, right before. Uh, I don't know what game it was, but he said, "If you, if they ain't wearing crimson, fuck them." And and pretty much, I think that's what's going to be the the. I think that's going to be the mindset moving forward, as far as like once once everything is set, once the dust is settled from this transfer portal, and everything shut, everything closes, and it's time to time to get to. To spring training and all that, like I think that's going to be the mantra moving forward. All right. Um. All right. Let's get to the to the uh, the guys that really get paid to do it. <laughs> um. Get paid the big bucks. Browns Texans. Um. I did not see the Browns. I I watched this game. Get I did too. I did not see them. Um. Um. Getting beat like that. Um, I thought, you know, it would be a little closer. I thought their defense was good enough. I didn't think their offense was going to put up spectacular numbers. I I thought their defense would keep it close enough yeah, to where they Same. could win it, but it didn't happen at all. C.J. Stroud continued to look uh, great. Um, and Joe Flacco reminded us of, you know, <laughs> how we – you know why? Why he's not in um, Baltimore no more? He threw two back-to-back pick six. Oh, uh, damn! Oh my god! Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, I know. I we both we both looked at this game the same as far as when it came to Cleveland. We thought I, I definitely thought that at the very least the defense would have kept them mm-hmm. kept them in the game for the most part, and then it would have been a, a, a battle of of who's going to blink first. Right. But but uh, CJ Stroud and, and the Texans said otherwise. And when I tell you, CJ, like it was like he couldn't miss. Mm. He couldn't miss. First, that uh that touchdown pass that he threw to the tight end. It was like a short. It 
it looked like a short screen pass to the tight end and turned into like a turned into a, a long touchdown and it just went it really just went from there like it's yeah. like they could not they could not fucking miss right um Cleveland got the uh got them 14 points and that was it yeah that was it they gave up 35 yeah. straight 35 straight wow um but shout out to and, the Browns and it, it's dope to I mean, yeah, the, uh, and it's Texas, dope to man. see Texas. It's dope to see the Texans like this. This team that was completely reconstructed, uh, if you will, from top to bottom. And when I say top, like the GM, like everybody from yeah. top to bottom, head coach, uh, offensive court, like everybody, everybody's new. Right. The quarterback, your, your defense. You know, you got some defensive pieces. Your Hell, your some of your receivers, like everybody, like this. This is a brand new team, and they're yep. performing like this already. Ooh, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what's going to happen within the next few years. Yeah, as yeah. this team, as a team, uh, um, continue. Like, yeah, uh, especially it's, it's a lot. They're gonna have to move on players. That, but you're yeah. now you're going to have players who are going to want to come to Houston, right? Yeah, yeah, and they, I mean, they're gonna have to improve on a lot next year because you know it, 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 it takes that one year for these brilliant defensive coaches to game plan against you and and know your tense and everything. So we'll we'll see how things get because um you know we'll see. Um, yep. But shout out to Domingo Rhines. I, I like that and see this trial, man. Um, if, if that ain't the rookie of the year and, and head coach of the year, then I don't know what we talking about. Um, right, earn this bitch now. Right. Um, on to the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Um, oh, shit. not much that I didn't expect. Um, the Dolphins are who they are. They've shown us all year as <laughs> they were who we thought they were. Right. <laughs> They've shown us all year, as we said back and forth, that they don't they don't win the game like like the the games against the good teams, i.e. the same yeah. thing, same way with the Cowboys. They don't win. Um, right. And this is what happened. Um, they were shut down in all all phases of the game. Man, it was I, I, shit. Saying that it was brick is an understatement because it was, it was below, well below, below freezing. Yeah, below freezing. Freezing. Yeah. Well below freezing, and it's like, and then, sir, I should have. You know what? I'll call bullshit on Tariq right now, because why the fuck you running out there with no sleeves on? Dog? Hmm. Talking about you. You don't want to seem soft, man. Put some goddamn sleeve. If you gonna wear some damn sleeve, wear some sleeves. Ain't nobody gonna judge your ass. Right. I mean, hell, he played there. Yeah, for we seven, know. We know seasons. it's cold out yeah, there. But, yeah, he played there for seven seasons. So I mean, even even if you, I mean, it ain't nothing surprising. Yeah. You, you you know what that temperature feel like. So, you know. But um, All right. Kansas City uh, seem like they they are Kansas City back on track. Um, the game the this game was never. Out. Yeah, this game was never as. I mean, in in question, they don't seem like that anyway. Um, And the chinks in the armor showed uh, um, that, you know, for for the Dolphins has been showing. Um, Of course, they got a lot of injuries and whatnot. Um, I don't think Tua is the right guy for Mike uh, Mike McDaniel's system. So he's Mm going to have to tweak something to help out with Tua. 
Yeah. Um, the 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 system Mike McDowell, Mike, you know, um, I think it's a little more more complex and and the offensive line isn't good either. Right. I don't know what good. what other hope Tua needs. Tua has the fat two of the fastest receivers in the league that that catch. Um, two uh, uh, running backs that have four three four four speed that can run the ball. I, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it's, it's something else down there that, that that needs to be figured out. I mean, yeah. Uh, at this point, I, I don't know. I I have no. I have nothing when it comes to to the Dolphins and what they need or what they what they should do, what they need to do. Be just on the strength that. Uh, I mean it. It just looks like Tua. Tua, he can be the quarterback for the Dolphins, but it's going. It, I think it's going to lean towards more. Do you want him to be the quarterback of the Dolphins? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that that's what it is. And, and like I said, his the way he plays, it's so it it's precise. Like it's so fucking precise. Like everybody, everybody has to be on point. And that's the down. That's the one downfall of two. Like, right. The the thing is, they're built on speed, and when you could jam them receivers and get hands on them on the line of scrimmage, it throws yep. off all timing. So once the timing routes and everything is thrown off, Tua is not um, that good. You know, once those timing routes right. are tick ticking away, improvising yep. and and going from there is not his strong strong point. And he he doesn't have the body for it. Right. Um. But you know, I I think we both expect the Kansas City to win this game. Um, on to the first game Sunday, Packers and the Cowboys. Um, Man, wow! From kickoff, <laughs> from from the opening, and and the score will tell you that it was only a sixteen point game. But oh. this game was never that close. It was um, what it was twenty seven yeah, to 27 zero. zero before yeah before yeah. um um. Dallas scored. This game I was checked, never never in doubt. I checked um, out this game. Right. Um I I watched it for for just for the 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 because it's like <laughs> it's an ass whooping that you want to watch. Like I don't mind like, watching like it. Like you said, it's an ass whooping. You just can't you can't turn your head away. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what? Like, yeah, I'm okay. I, it's, it's some it's it's some 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 people things teams that you just take pleasure in watching them getting ass whooping and the Cowboys is always one of those teams for me, um, so you know I like watching that train wreck. Um, but Man. um the 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 weaknesses that they've shown all year um was the weaknesses that Green Bay exploited in the game. Actually, all these games this weekend, besides the Rams and the Lions, you can say. Rams, Lions, and the Steelers and the Bills. Um, that that um, the game planning was spectacular. Yeah. Um, and this game was definitely the the pinnacle of that. Uh, um, the game plan the Packers put up put a uh, you know drew up for the Cowboys. Um, it really puts all this in perspective. Like, let's you know they they really took their time and and. It showed. They, they shut down every. They shut down everything that they need to shut down mm-hmm. in this game. I mean, like you said, the score doesn't dictate that. 
Like it, they lost by Dallas lost by sixteen, but but if you watch the game, like they shut down, they shut Dallas down at all three phases, uh-huh. and and it was just like you know what, we're not. They came in and was like, hey, we don't give a damn if y'all the Cowboys. We don't care if y'all playing at home. We about to come in. We about to come in here and and play our, you know, we we about to give y'all the game of y'all life. And we're gonna see who wins. And it was like, as soon as it, as soon as Dallas got punched in the mouth, they it was like they didn't know what the fuck to do. Nope. And it showed. Mm-hmm. And of course, with the talking heads, when it came to doubt, they Roasted Dallas on Martin Martin Luther King Day, and oh, yeah. but I was like, y'all are like they like it was like who do you put this on? Like you put it on everybody. Nobody showed up to include the coach. Absolutely, absolutely nobody showed up. Nobody fucking showed up. So it's just At like all. like there there's no oh you we got to put this on now can't put it on deck right can't put it on. I mean I would more so lean look at. Mike McCarthy in the fucking defense because I'm like shit it, yeah as much as as much shit as people love to give Dak that fucking defense what? was giving up cheeks so early and often um I, the, the only thing I push back on that is Mike McCarthy don't actually call the defensive plays um right not Kellen Moore um what's the other guy's name no. um yeah but and and he's in line for jobs and even maybe the Cowboys job, but I don't want him if shit, the way he the game, he called and coached and game right. plan. Yeah, like nah. shit. But, um, yeah. Cause I don't understand why they were in a nickel and dime the whole, most the majority of the game anyway. Right. Especially if you have problems against the run, it makes no sense. Not only but, did you have right. problems against the run, you couldn't you on offense you couldn't but, run the fucking yeah, ball. Actually, they couldn't stop the run or the pass that game, so it didn't right. really. So it happen. didn't. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Love, I, I I think uh, they they Green Bay might have found them another one. Yeah, well, I I, th- I think uh that that wasn't in doubt for me. I think they were they were gonna uh, I think he's shown enough throughout the season to to uh. It just it looked shaky least, in the beginning. Yeah, at least have have uh, another year or two, you know, run, you know. Yeah. Being that, I mean, this is his, you know, for all intents and purposes, his inaugural rookie year. Yeah. You know, but. Um, but no, I, I'm glad to. I'm glad yeah. that this is this is what we talk about as far as like coming in the league and sitting and waiting and learning, mm-hmm. like. Because now it's be. as we see now now it's starting to pay off for the Packers. Although right. they should have moved on for Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago. Yeah. That's how it used to be. But uh yeah, um Lions and Rams, as we as we both said, um, this was gonna be a good game. And it was a good game yeah. down to the very last play. Um Yeah, um I I mean I, I take my hats off to both of these teams, um, Stafford and and uh, Golf. They were both playing. It was like pass for pass, pass for pass, pass for pass, pass for pass. And um, um, the way Matthew Stafford was slinging that ball, God, hey, he he, he came out there up. like he had something to prove. I, he put it in some of the tightest spots. Um, I always get confused at the you know the get back part of it. You know the 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 Golf got his get back or whatever else. I'm like, well. 
I think both sides won in this trade because, I mean, well, I, I can't necessarily – I guess you could say Detroit won too, but the Rams really made out like fat cats because they won a Super Bowl. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, but whatever. Nah, uh, nah it was it was definitely a, a damn good game, one of, one of the better games of the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit, probably the best game of the weekend if, if we yeah. want to – if we yeah. want to put it out there. Yeah, on, on both sides, yeah. Yeah. But uh but no, uh congratulations to the Lions because man, mm-hmm. they have not won. They have not won in the playoffs since I was a kid. Since we right. both were kids. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is what 91? Indeed. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. So mm. congrats. Congrats to the Lions. Long time coming. Uh definitely can't wait for this. Like you said, can't wait for this weekend to see to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Uh, who? What else? Steelers. Um, this was probably one of the least interest, most interesting, least interesting games to me, just because I didn't expect it to really be a game, and it really wasn't. Um, there was some or a little bit. It was. It, yeah, it, yeah, a little there, bit. There was some fumbles that that really. You know, um, the the game was always close, but it didn't seem like it was that close. I mean, there was some drop passes and some fumbles by the Steelers that really made it what it was. But it just, uh, yeah, um, the the Steelers is is anemic on offense, and it showed. Yeah, I mean, we didn't expect much. They had Mason Rudolph uh, quarterback, and and he did. He he played as about as good as he could play against right. uh, against this uh Buffalo defense. Um yeah. They got it. They got it within they got it within a a, a good a decent game uh by halftime. Cuz at first it looked like it was about to be a blowout. And then they finally like they finally moved the ball, they finally scored. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of kicked it off because they were yeah. Pittsburgh's defense, they were they were actually getting stops. They right. were getting stops to the point up until the point where they weren't getting, they weren't able to, uh, they weren't able to get the stops that they needed. Yeah. Uh, fucking Josh Allen, man, <laughs> that motherfucker, that motherfucker went from it. Although watching Josh Allen play, and anytime that motherfucker get to running, hmm. I'm just like, dog, how do you tackle this motherfucker without? Right. Without trying to injure him, he's like he's like he, a, like a fullback or a tight end almost. Right, and then it's cold as shit out there, so I I know that shit hurts even more. But uh, tackling, I, wasn't, tackling wasn't at a premium for a lot of teams this weekend. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you playing when you playing in fucking sub zero fucking weather, I, shit, I don't want to touch nobody either. They was playing two in touch on uh Patrick uh Patrick Mahomes and, and KC and look yeah. like two in touch with uh up until they cracked this fucking helmet. Yeah. <laughs> well shit, that's because he 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 lowered his head. He tried to hit a motherfucker. That's crazy. Um shout out to the Bills though, man. They they yeah. continuing on um motherfucker, hey, they got it out the mud. Yeah, they did. Uh they did. Um it's going to be a good game next week, but we'll get to that one of the picks. Um, now, to the Eagles and Buccaneers. Um, game we got wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought the Eagles would find a way to turn it around, and it looked like it was for them a little bit. But 
the um this is another one of those games where the game planning was outstanding um mm-hmm. the buccaneers pent their ears back and basically said hey Jalen Hurts, you're gonna have to beat us. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to um 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 call call out the blitzes. You're gonna have to uh switch plays at the line. You're gonna do what what we're coming. And that's what they did. Yeah. Um that uh, a bunch of times they sent the house. And uh Jalen Hurts had to get rid of the ball quick. Um I think Philly really dropped dropped the ball by not running the ball as much, because that's how you counter the blitz. Um yep. but I don't, I don't understand they, what they, they were doing. They couldn't run the fucking ball. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't run the ball. Like that that all that always hurts. Um but also the only player that was giving them any any kind of fucking offense was fucking Devontae Smith. Yeah. And that that didn't like, really, he, really happen. He was the only like person mid to late huh? second quarter. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm like I'm like he he was getting out, you know, he's out there, you know, doing whatever he could. And not have not having AJ Brown is that was the killer. Mm-hmm. Even if they could have I think if they could have had AJ Brown at like 75%, it would have helped. Yeah. It would have helped with just him being on the field. Just because of the fact that that they would have somebody would have had to stay on AJ Brown. And then lose Julio Hurt too. Like, but nope. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's time for him. I understand, you know, he's still chasing that ring, but I think it's time for him. But um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The defense really was the worst part of this game for Philly, and the mm-hmm. inability to tackle. Um, I've never seen worse tackling by a, a team that's supposed to be the type, the caliber that they are. Um, I, I can't or, recall. Or their coverage, man. Oh, uh, the fucking the touchdown that Chris Godwin caught. I was like, how the fuck did he like, like how the fuck did he even get that open? To like the the defender was there, and it was like he just let him go get. Right. He was behind him, like it, it was like, yeah. like an underthrow, and he was I don't know. Listen, I it it yeah. It, it was poor. It was poor. Philly, yeah. you, you got what you deserve because the way y'all finished the season and and um and to think at one time of the year, I said I I, I had called them the, to me the scariest team to San Francisco. Like I I was like this if it's any team I'm worried about. Like it, Philly's the scariest team. They look like they 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 gonna go back to where they was last year, you know. But shit, hey. But nobody expected them to fall off a fucking cliff. Nope. Fucking and, mid-season, and and I'll, I'll give yeah, my 49ers, not even mid-season. No, nah, no, nah, it was it was late in that, but I give my 49ers credit for that because they have they haven't looked the same since that 49ers loss. Right, that's when it all right. went down. Congrats to the Bucks. Yeah, Congrats. yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, to come out that division because we shit on the NFC South all year, and I mean, I mean they still trash. Yeah, let, let, let's not, let's not put things in perspective. The Carolina Panthers and the Bucks played twice a year. The Carolina Panthers gave up, I think, a total of 30 points to the Bucks for the year, playing two times. Although the Philadelphia Eagles gave up 32 points in one game. 
Right. I was like, the although the fucking the Bucks had beat the Panthers the week prior, fucking yeah, nine, nine to zero. zero. Yeah. And then you come in and fucking blow the blow the doors off of uh, off the Eagles. Like, go figure. I don't know what they gonna go do with figure. Nick Sirianni, but I'm we we, we gonna find out. Go figure. All right, let's get to these picks. All right. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. Packers and the 49ers, first game. First I game? Got, I, I, yeah, I got 49ers. That, that's no. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. 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 Oh. Sorry. Texas, Texas Ravens, the... first game. Texas Ravens, first, first game. Yep. Uh, ooh. Ooh. I got a Ravens. But playoff time, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a roll with the Texans. They they on they on a high right now. I'm a, I'm gonna keep riding with the Texans. They got They got to go play in that cold ass Baltimore weather too. That's okay. They they I think they'll be alright. I got the Ravens. Yeah, I yeah I got the Texans. I, I, although I think it should be it should play out for a good game. Although I do want to see Lamar get further further in the playoffs too. But. I think the like I said, I think the Texans they're they're on an all time high right now, so they're they're trying to be the Cinderella uh, of the league right now and, and make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, Packers, Packers we, yeah, pack now Packers in the 49ers. 49ers. Thanks. Yeah, I'm yeah. As much as I would like to keep rolling with the Packers, yeah, I, I got. The they said Kyle Shanahan started game planning for them in the second quarter. Which I, <laughs> I I had already I think I had posted on Facebook a hey, go ahead and wrap this one up. Right. Uh, yeah. I got 49ers. Um all right. Next. Bucks and the Lions. Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Uh Lions. Uh, yeah. Lions. Yeah. Lions they're playing some they they're playing some damn good football. So yeah, I got the Lions. And then of course Sunday evening slash night game, the Chiefs and the Bills. So I am going to go with the Chiefs. Hmm. Same. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs because, uh, as they say, it's hard to beat two uh, the same team twice in a year. And I think the uh, Chiefs are proven, it, uh, even though this will be the first road game for yeah. this for this Chiefs team. You yep. know, they they so I mean, but they are veterans that should be able to win. Anywhere you would think so. Weather, weather ain't gonna be a factor because they both play right. in cold weather. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And the, and like I said, the Chiefs' defense has been yeah. they played they played lights out. So if you can keep fucking three kill at bay, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll they'll be they'll be all right with uh with the Chief or excuse me with the Bills' uh, offense as well. So right, I, I think if if Kansas City can make this an ugly game, that's in their favor big time. Yeah, big time. Yep. All right. Uh, and that was the last game. That's the last one. That's it. Yep. Uh, I saw you had posted two questions for for the week. Just one. So. Of, I mean, I, I, I was gonna pick from one, oh, you, of, one of them. Yeah. We go with the first one. Okay. Get it out the way. Do the next one next week, and then yeah. Um. So the question is: Should games in inclement weather be played or postponed? Um. That was a big issue throughout the weekend. Of yeah. course, the uh, the the Bills and the Steelers was uh flexed to uh, Monday because of the weather. Um, but 
you know, there was talk about the Kansas City game maybe being postponed or whatever else. But um, me, for one, to answer the question, I don't think so. Um, because I think these um, – that, that's all a part of home field advantage for a lot, a lot of these teams. You have yeah. – when you go to Seattle, you have – as loud as it is, Denver has the high altitude. Miami has the humid, hot weather. You know, um, so yep. – the, these I think this is part of the home field advantage for a lot of these teams. Um, um, so, eh, yeah, I I don't think they should be. Yeah, I, I mean, like post. Well, Buffalo had to be postponed because that nor'easter came out of nowhere. Yeah. Now, now if if it's like something that's like health wise that, that that could be a danger then yes yeah you know if it's thunder and but, lightning but as far if it's just yeah now if it's just cold like the nfl has played these games before right and actually they played in even colder weather mm-hmm. so and they you know they i know with kansas city they have you know they have the the stuff up under the field to kind of help help defrost the field a little bit. Mm-hmm. Buffalo may need to, I don't know if they have it, but they may need to invest in it. Um, but if it's like, if it like, like I said, if, it, if it's a game like the Kansas city, Miami game, nah, y'all, y'all, y'all get out there and play ball. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all get out there and play ball. Like there's enough equipment, enough technology to, to keep each, to keep everybody warm. Yeah. Enough like layer layer the fuck up. <laughs> layer the fuck up and get y'all ass out there and and go play some football, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause one nobody have been complaining, you know, had had um Kansas City had to go to Miami playing that hot, humid ass weather. So I mean it's you know yeah. and, and like we said, Denver has a high altitude. Um a lot of you know the, the, unless you go to Denver, y'all you and it's cold. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, and it's cold in there, but you you wouldn't right. understand. And we and we're and we're talking about the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like during the season, yeah. If, if some shit if some shit happens, then yeah, you can postpone those games because you got more than enough time to make make up those games. But mm-hmm. come playoff time, like, like you're you're pretty much on the schedule. Yeah, because you're you're on the schedule because the end of the end of uh, the NFL season runs into All Star All Star game yep. for the NBA. So I know NBA was looking like, "Hey, I don't know what y'all gonna do, but y'all better figure this shit out." Hmm. Right? Yeah, but, but that, that was it, man. That was uh, yeah. good. Although I, I, I <laughs> as a fucking, I look, I be looking at the fans. I be like, "Yo, how the fuck?" How the so, fuck are y'all uh, out there in this yeah. weather, dog? Apparently, there was uh at least fifteen people um that was checked in due to hypothermia from the uh, Kansas City game. And it's probably the motherfuckers that we saw that ain't had no goddamn shirt on. What the hell they was thinking? But yeah, ain't no dog. Let let's let's just say we we let's just say we we happen to get tickets and we go to one of these rigid ass games i'm i'm at least three three to four outfits layered to fuck up earmuffs gloves <laughs> gloves fucking mask all of it like you ain't, ain't nobody gonna be able to tell who the fuck i am going hand into. warmers probably man hand 
hand warmers, feet warmers, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit me. Ain't, ain't no way. I tell people all the time, look, y'all got to admit, y'all got to admit about the third week of October. Third week of October is the last is the any the last like week in uh in the football season that I'm willing to go to an outside game. After mm-hmm. that, straight dome. <laughs> if it ain't a dome game, don't talk to me. No, I don't want to go. Right. Oh, look, unless we in the suite. Now, nah, if we in the suite, yeah. there's something different. Yeah. There's something different. But, like, if you trying to get me an outside game and we just out in the element, nah, you can kiss my ass. Yeah, I, I'm not interested <laughs> in it. I'm not interested <laughs> in it at all. Y'all can, y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it, bro. Um... I don't have an athlete, and I haven't had one in a couple weeks. I think that's bad. I got, so I, will, I got one. I will have one next week. I got one. I have uh, Miss Evelyn Ashford. She was a track and field athlete, uh, a 1984 Olympic champion in the 100-meter dash. She uh world, uh world record holder, words of heart, uh, in the 60-yard dash with uh, – and she ran that in 6.54 seconds and the first to run under 11 11 seconds in a Olympic Games. Uh, she placed gold in the 1984 Los Angeles Games. Uh, actually, two gold medals in that game. So one in the 100 meter and one in the four by one. Uh, then in 1988 in Seoul, she won the four, one gold in the four by one, uh, four by ones. 1992 in Barcelona won gold in the four by one, and then also she won silver in Seoul as well in the 100 meters. Uh, also won three golds in the Goodwill Games and won two golds in the uh Pan, Pan American uh game. So, shout out to Miss Evelyn Ashford. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing else. Let's go ahead and end it on a high note. All right. Bam! Ho! Play some traveling music. Everybody's going downtown on the A train. Thank you, thank you, thank you for pulling up. Rocking with us as always. Um, we appreciate everybody coming out and uh, rocking with us as always. Please like, share, subscribe, get us up. Talk to us and talk tight. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a mama and them to pull up, please. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Appreciate the love, support, and continue to rock with us. Um, definitely be back with uh, these conference. Uh, well, the, what is it? Wild, wild card games next week, right? Nah, division. Uh, yeah, yeah, division, 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 division. Cannot wait, cannot wait. And none of them, none of them are are seem like they're going to be the makings of what we had this past week. Look like we're going to have some pretty good games. Um, so that's a plus. Um, but yeah, thank y'all. I don't got much else to say. That's a wrap. We'll holler at y'all next week. Absolutely. What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy!
Give me my theme music. Emotional damage. Uh, uh, 